Hey there, patrons. How you doing? It's your It's your boy Jonathan Macri with you for another bonus episode of the Knicks Film School podcast. I'm laughing because Andrew Claudio just made fun of me. And I'm not not completely sure he's wrong. I was going to say, was it justifiably made fun of you? Yes, probably. No, not probably. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly. So for those who who may be under a rock, we're in the midst of the NBA playoffs um, in which there are... Certainly six good series going on. Um, and then Philadelphia and uh, Brooklyn are have devolved into, I guess, some sort of a WWE script that got rejected mm-hmm. uh, from like Monday Night Raw. And then um, whatever Boston is doing to Atlanta, which I suppose Atlanta can still get in that series. Series doesn't start until a home team um, loses a game and a home team hasn't lost a game in that series. So... You know, we'll see. Uh, but very exciting time. So, of course, what do I come on here and I tell Andrew? I, I want to talk about the Wizards. I couldn't believe it, folks. I sat here like like I was doing some wedding stuff this morning during a Zoom call. I wrote down each series and was like, it's one thing for me series I'm interested in. I got something for you for Hawks, Celtics, if you want. I got something really? there. Yeah, just one thing. It's just it's interesting. It's a great job we'll by get, you. <laughs> yeah, just wanted to make sure. Like, I figured we'd be heavy playoffs for this. And we jump on. Like, we talk some offseason stuff. And I thought you were going to go more toward the direction of the Nick Nurse firing, which happened about half an hour ago. Which we'll talk and about also. The implications that could lead to there's a series currently going on that the the connections that Jeremy just made in our faculty chat of how the Nick nurse firing now presents a path. If you connect the dots, seven steps of separation to the Knicks getting Embiid, Um, Mm. which is like, again, it's 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 a long dots, but Pepe Sylvia is out there. Um, That's a always sunny in Philadelphia reference. Anyway, um, point being that I thought that's the direction we were going. And you were like, yeah. And the Wizards. And I just stared at you like. You want to talk about the Wizards, the 11th best team in the in the Eastern Conference? I'm just I'm fascinated. <laughs> this is just me. No one else cares. So what are you fascinated I, by? I'm actually curious about. So, that. Well, they fired the, their lead basketball decision maker this week, which is after, which is news. After they fired their lead basketball. Yes, they uh, they they fired him. Um, it was a Tommy Shepard and the owner came out with a statement immediately afterwards. Well, not immediately in, in saying that they were firing him saying um, the fact that we have not been able to make the playoffs the last two years has been very disappointing for, for me and, and our, our fans, um, which I found to be very interesting because you would think that the implication is that whoever gets hired to replace Tommy Shepard um, will be under the mandate to do what the owner says that he is disappointed that the previous GM could not do, which is to make the playoffs, which then has the next logical leap of, okay, well then I guess they're not trading Bradley Beal, but I, I mean, you look at this situation and you look at the fact that um, they owe a pick to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And if you if you just key in on that for so it's only one pick, and again this is real. I, I'm not going to spend too long on this, but it is it is fascinating to me because you 
they are going to, they're in the lottery this year. So they're going to keep their pick. Um, and they're going to want to make that pick because they're going to, you know, who knows? Might be a very high pick. Now, having this conversation now is probably a bit too early because if they go into the top four lottery, that could certainly change where they're thinking at is that, or at the very least in the top one or two. And if it's not in the one top one or two, and if it's three or four, it could give them a major trade asset with which to, to possibly upgrade the roster. So maybe there is a pivot here, but assuming that they do not jump all the way up in the lottery, and I think um, the Wizards odds are, are not great. I, th- I want to say it's probably around 10% to, to get into the top four, but I'll, I'll double check that right now. Um, they have no cognizable path forward because if they have their pick that they're making this year, that means if they make it this year, they could trade that then their obligation to the Knicks goes to 2024, which means the absolute earliest that they could trade the next pick after that would be 2026, which means the most that they could trade in any package for a star player would be um, 2026, 2028 and 2030. That's three firsts. They could throw two swaps in there. You know, okay, that's something. Um the outgoing salary part of it gets difficult because their two theoretical high money pieces that they would be sending out are both free agents. So you're, now you're talking about, well, okay, if we do some kind of a trade involving the picks, it's going to have to be a signing trade, which is going to have to mean that Kyle Kuzma and or Chris Alpsberzinger is going to have to agree to go to wherever they want to, you know, send send this player and if, if they'd be acquiring a star back it's potentially a team that is looking to rebuild which maybe doesn't matter to those two guys as long as they get paid anyway my point is that it's all well and good that the owner is going to sit there and say i you know wanted to make the playoffs and we didn't make the playoffs and and that's all there is to it i i think it's a little i don't know i i wonder if they are going to if as he goes around and looks for another gm there is maybe going to be a come to Jesus moment there. And I think Bradley Beal is an interesting enough name because he is someone that is not like, he's not a landscape changer, but like there he'd be an interesting name out there for a lot of teams. He's a, he's still a very good basketball player. And I misspoke before it's actually a 29% chance that the Wizards end up in the top four of the lottery. So that's pretty good, even though their odds of getting number one are only 6.7%, and their odds of getting the number two pick are probably about the same. Um, so, but not, you know, it's not crazy. Not nothing. Possible. Yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not enough. Yeah, 7% of getting number two. And really, the top two is where it's at in this draft. I, those are the, the ones that are looked at as the franchise changers. So, like a one in seven, one in eight chance for them to to get one of those two guys. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say about Washington. I just, I find it a fascinating situation. That's all. Look, as as someone who also partakes in NBA content throughout the year and who talked to two different Wizards people when the Knicks played them yeah. this year, uh, they seem kind of content. Now, this was before they fired Tommy Shepard and before the Bradley Beal comments on exit day. Uh, so this was different, but they seemed kind of content with like run it back. We weren't healthy this year. Like Bradley Beal missed games, Porzingis missed games. And my thought as this was going on was like, this is part of the calculation of building your team around Bradley Beal, Christoph Porzingis, that they're not going to play a lot of games. Um, I, it's the Bradley ridiculous. Be- yes, Can but I- like, but like the build around is the same 
thing Chicago talked themselves into that like we'll get into the play in and you know we'll we'll have a moment like Chicago did this year in Toronto because that's that I think is the bigger thing about you just talking about lottery odds you talk this whole conversation about Washington they're interesting because we now go one through ten now instead of one through eight and you know otherwise this would just be another middling lottery team that you know seems like they're in no man's land. That's my and, and that's exactly my point. And like Chicago's GM, who's I guess not going to get fired, or, or uh, Karnasovas, like he already came out and said it. Like we're not tanking, we're not rebuilding, we're we'll retool, we're gonna we're gonna run it back. So the Wizards aren't the only team doing this. But like I, I don't know. I just Beal is an interesting name to me because if you look around the league and you look at the possibility of like who might be the team, who might be a team that could be interested in or talk themselves into making, you know, a, a, a Bradley Beal. Like there's not as many teams out there as you might expect because he's not the sexy asset that he was. I don't even, I don't even know how sexy he was two years ago, but like two years ago, it was like, Oh, if team X or team Y gets Bradley Beal, like that vaults them to the top. Now it's like, he's got this huge contract. And like, whereas maybe two years ago, a Memphis or someone like that could have talked themselves into a Beal trade. Now, is Memphis really giving up everything that it takes to pay badly Beal $200 million over the next four seasons or whatever the hell he's owed? That's why, again, that's why I find it interesting. And I, Mem- I yeah. Mem- Memphis isn't the team. It's Philly or Miami. It's if you got an age superstar that the windows now that you're not caring about the contract and Washington might want to get out from under it. Exactly. So this is going to lead into our next discussion because like, okay, so if you're Philly, you have no picks to trade. So you're giving up Tyrese Maxey to take on Bradley Beal. Eh, I don't know about that. If you're Miami and you're Pat Riley and you got one more bullet left in the, in the, in the holster there, not holster chamber, the gun goes in the holster. The bullet goes in the chamber. I know you know so much about weaponry. So yeah, totally. From my, from my time in the South. Yes, John. Yeah. You got one more bullet in the, in the chamber there. Um, do you want to spend it on Bradley Beal? Like, I don't know about that either. It's just, it's an interesting name. That's all. Okay. So how does this relate to the other news of the day, which is Nick nurse getting, um, fired, which again, I'm, I was shocked by because really this is, well, no, because this is a guy that not long ago, I mean, certainly last summer, there was talk of like, how many first like do the Lakers have to give up like both of their future first round picks to get Nick Nurse, you know? Mm-hmm. And now in a the span of a year, which was obviously not a good year for Toronto, Toronto has punted on the notion of well, we're of getting assets to to get Nick Nurse, and they fired him. And the only logical explanation I could think about for this is obviously, and and this has already been kind of quasi reported this morning. Um, Mark Stein saying the it's been making the rounds in coaching circles that that nurses is, is you know was out. That's not the surprising part. So here's how I think this is must have went. Nurses let that let them know for a while. I'm I'm out. I I don't want to be here anymore. But I'm you're gonna have to fire me. Um, because I'm not I'm not gonna quit. And they're like, fine. And they were waiting for Houston, who is the the team that um, is rumored to now be after Nurse. 
Houston to pony up something to get Nurse under contract. And Houston probably flipped their noses at Toronto and said, we're not giving you shit. Keep them on your don't, you know, keep them on your staff. See, see what happens. We'll go in a different direction if we have to. Um, and basically Toronto balked and decided that they would rather, they don't want to risk losing out on their preferred candidate rumored to be Ime Udoka uh, because Ime Udoka is going to be at the top of a lot of lists. And the longer they wait, the, 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 the more higher chances that they may lose out on him. So I think all of these things played into the fact that he was fired as opposed to some kind of a deal being worked out between Houston and, and Toronto. So him not being the coach anymore isn't surprising to you. Him being yeah, fired is surprising to you. Yeah, that was the surprising part. And now, so the trickle-down effects, um, you know who was sitting courtside for Philly Brooklyn last night, right? No, I didn't. Who? Dame. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Things you miss when you're watching hockey. There you go. So... Nurse goes to Houston. I mean, again, things that have been out there for a while now. Harden follows them there. Um, and they have all the money in the world, so they don't need to make a sign and trade with Philly. Philly is then left in a spot where they either... Because if Harden just walks for nothing, even if you factor in improvement from Tyrese Maxey in year four, um, that team's not good enough. And if they just lose Harden and and they have the, you know they'll have the mid level exception, and and what are they going to be able to get with that? I don't know. I just at that point you're like we either need to make one final swing for the fences to try to keep Embiid happy, or maybe we trade Embiid this summer, and that's where Dame comes in for me because I think Maxi plus Tobias Harris's salary. I think I don't know, With, but they don't have any picks. That's the thing; they have no picks to send out. But if you're Portland, and then you it want, goes back to you want picks what? back for Dame. So, so the thing about the Blazers, though, they don't really, they don't really like they've tanked obviously the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. But do they have the appetite for a full on? we're going to be garbage tank or do they want to try to do it more like the Pacers did it this year where it's like, we're going to have an exciting young player that's going to make our fan base excited and give us a reason to like have a good season. But we're also going to be bad enough that we're going to be in the lottery again next year. And my only point is that I wonder if Tyrese Maxey, if they're looking to go that route, is there a better player that they're going to get on a rookie contract? And obviously, Maxi's extension eligible this summer. Is there a better player they're going to get on a rookie contract than Tyrese Maxi from a team that actually wants to trade said player on a rookie contract? And this is where I think Dame, look, Dame's much better than Bradley Beal. You know, XJ was just saying in our faculty chat, like he thinks he thinks Dame was the best offensive player in the league this year. And there are numbers that would agree with that. It's the case I'm about to make. Yeah. I don't know that I could go that far. And also, Dame is old. He's he's thirty. Was he thirty two? Thirty three? Thirty two. The same age as a year younger than Kevin Durant, who just got traded from Mikel Bridges and four picks. 
Yes, but that's also Kevin Durant, who has proven to be the best. I mean, who has played 10 less games than Dame Lillard. So even more of an injury risk. You're not getting him for no picks. I'm sorry. You're just not getting him for no picks. That's why Miami's the team for Dame. Beal is the team for Philly because Beal has a contract that's going to age poorly, but the beginning of it might make more sense. And Embiid originally wanted Beal in the first place over Harden. That's been reported. He, well, when they made the hard again, trade last year, Phil- he originally wanted Beal, and he didn't want what? to leave Washington because he wanted I to get don't his think, extension. I, I don't think Philly trades Maxi for Beal. Well, that's the I other wouldn't. interesting part is I probably wouldn't either, but I also understand if he raises your ceiling for a year and you're just making the calculation that like Bradley Beal is more of an asset to try and win a championship next year. And this is our last ditch effort to convince Embiid. I don't think that, that's a great. I don't think oh, that. John, I don't even know if that is the, the correct calculation because again, Beal's going to miss games. I'm just trying to put my head in both uh, Daryl Morey's head and the Washington mindset. I, you know, I I agree. Miami looms as a Dame team. My hesitation there is I don't know that Tyler Hero has shown enough through four years because Miami is picking number two. Now we've, it, this has been talked about for, it feels like two years now that the heat can try to pull chicanery with the pick protections on a pick they owe to Oklahoma city and what that would entail and what they would have to give up to take protection. But there is a path for Miami to trade multiple first round picks. Um, it's also Miami, which is a team and a franchise that has historically, not bottomed out. So what are the value of, you know, late uh, of, uh, excuse me, uh, what are the value of, you know, future Miami picks? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's an, look, it's all an interesting situation. And of course, of course, of course, of course, how the lottery shakes out impacts all of this. So it's a conversation we'll have later, but like, if you're if you're worried about this summer being a boring summer in the NBA, immediately you could put on your dartboard. Dame is in play. Beal, I think, is in play. I think Embiid is in play. Harden obviously is in play, oh. but we think we know where he's going. And yeah, I want to see how the playoffs play out before I say Embiid's in play. That's that's just where I'm going to start because I think this transitions into oh, we're talking about this doomsday scenario where Harden walks, and I I get it why. That's the more fascinating conversation to start with because of what just happened with Nick Nurse. The Sixers have not lost a playoff game yet. Like I, I have to give them the respect that they are in current contention for an NBA title, which is significantly more interesting than you know what happens when they're in trouble. 